Blog Talk Radio. Join the conversation on the Ask Sharifa AMA. Ask Me Anything, where Sharifa Hardy and expert guests answer your questions. Press 1 to join the conversation, where we discuss your favorite topics from love, family, politics, career, business, intuition, spirituality, and more. To be a guest on the Ask Sharifa AMA or for advertising opportunities, visit our website at AskSharifa.com. And now your host, Sharifa Hardy. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ask Sharifa AMA. Hashtag AMA, that's right. This is Ask Sharifa's Ask Me Anything. This is your opportunity to call in to 563-999-3603. Again, that number is 563-999-3603. So we're asking all of you, to share the Ask Sharifa AMA this morning. Today is our first show, and we have an expert guest in the house who's going to answer all of your questions. So if you want to know anything in regards to self-sabotage, if you want to know about self-talk, then join us today on the Ask Sharifa AMA. We are speaking with your self-talk and self-sabotage expert, Jade Elizabeth. So before we go too far into the show, we want you to tweet your friends, to post it to your network, all of your groups. Let everyone know that we are live on the air with Jade Elizabeth. So today we're going to be talking about how we sabotage ourselves. We have Jade Elizabeth, who is an Amazon best-selling author, personal development coach, speaker, intuitive healer, hypnotherapist. Wow, she enjoys working and coaching women who are ready for growth and change. In her own unique way, she inspires women to heal from the inside out. In her teaching, she teaches how to become empowered, self-sufficient, and understand energy. Among her many tools, Jay uses inspirational speech, spiritual connection, therapeutic hypnosis, all-day workshops, and energetic rebalancing, which brings harmony, passion, and joy back to life. Jay believes no two people are the same, so encouraging them to find their own unique voice is her top priority. She does this in her book, Your Amazing Itty Bitty Self-Esteem Book, 15 Essential Steps for Gaining and Keeping High Self-Worth. Good morning, Ms. Elizabeth. How are you today? I'm fine. And thank you for having me on the show. You are welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your time. We definitely appreciate it. Changes I made. Now, I, I won't call this a New Year's resolution. I'll call it a change. And it didn't come about um, as a result of the new year or it being 2018. What happened was there was a yearning inside of me to be able to do more. And one of the reasons why I felt that I wasn't doing enough was that I'm very reclusive and I, I tend to stay home. I don't go out. It, you know, I, I don't like to do a lot of networking. I prefer to just, you know, kind of let the business come to me. 
I've never done a Facebook Live, but I, I did a Facebook Live this morning announcing the show, letting people know what I was doing, telling them about the opportunity. But I, I found, and I was so glad to be able to do the show, that I may have been sabotaging some of my business efforts because I wasn't willing to leave the house. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, most people need to start to look at what their beliefs are because that's how we self-sabotage ourselves. When we want to stay as a recluse but yet we want a business, the biggest thing is to look in and find out why you don't like to network, why you want to stay a recluse. There is something inside you that is telling you that you're not supposed to be there. That's mm. the big problem. That's how we self-sabotage. That's how our self-talk, it's like, no, it's not important today. Or we mm -hmm. get up in the morning and we think we're going to have a day where we're going to do uh, X, Y, Z, and all of a sudden we get sidetracked here, we get sidetracked there, we go another direction, and that is the sabotage because of our own belief systems. So getting into what they are, why they're there, is what's the most important thing. Mm. So what is self-talk? Well, self-talk is that, that uh, conversation you have in your own head. It's like... Um, you mentioned you don't like networking, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why don't you like networking? What does your mind tell you? What self-talk do you get in your own head about not going out and networking? Well, That's, that's your what, sabotage. That's what I'm working through. That's what I'm working through. So, and I, and I, so what do you tell yourself? I tell myself, and I got to stop telling myself this, but I've always told myself that people are draining, that people are draining, and that they drain my ah. energy because I go out and I, I'm, I'm such a giver. And I say that with, with no ego. There's no ego in saying that I'm such a right. giver. You know, and so when I go out and I network and people find out a lot of the resources that I have available to me, I've been working recently with nonprofit organizations to help them get funding. Google AdWords has a new um, program out or a program out where if you're a nonprofit with an actual 501c3, they'll give you $10,000 every month. And so Part of this information and this knowledge and being that I'm a marketing consultant and a business consultant, I built my first website in 1994, so people ask me a lot of questions. And so that's why I try to stay away from people because then I feel like my energy may be drained. So you know that you're always right about that. Whatever I tell myself. Everything yes. we think, <laughs> we're always going to be right. So do you want to be right about that? No. Well, then no, what I you don't. do is you start to become aware of the self-talk. It's like, so if I don't want that, what is it you do want? Yes. And that's what, the what question I that most people cannot answer. Yes, yes, yes. 
They what tell I you, I can tell you everything I don't want. But when you ask mm-hmm. them what do they want, well, um, I don't want to have to feel this again. Mm-hmm. I don't want this experience anymore. Well, that's still not telling you what they do want. Mm-hmm. It's like goals. Right. At the end of the year, I always do this special class where we discard all of the old crap that we want to release. And then we do our goals. And I do a little magic with each person. Okay. My own kind of work and energy and whatever. And the hardest thing is for people to actually write their goals in a way that's positive to the point without a lot of negative words. People don't understand that the universe does not understand a negative word like no, not, can't, don't. So when you say, um, I don't want blah, 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 the universe is hearing, I want blah, blah, blah. Yes. How did you discover all of this? I mean, it's, when you speak, Just Jay, through study, so through research, through books. Um, I've done a lot, of, uh, uh, a lot of workshops. See, what actually got me into all of this and the reason I even wrote the book is because of healing me. It's mm-hmm. all, this whole journey has been about me, not someone else. And as I started to heal and got better every day, and I'm a little older than most people think I am, I look at these young people and I think, oh, my God, they need to get there be- way sooner than I did. I don't want people to be in their 50s, 60s, or 70s before they're able to finally heal themselves. So if there is any way that I can give a shortcut to someone because of all of my learnings, then that's my goal. And that's really why I'm here. So I'm just sharing all of the things I learned like you would with a friend. Except I get paid yeah. for it. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. But, That's the beauty you know, of it. Right, but I love what I do. I love mm-hmm. watching a change in people. And the nice thing is that a lot of my younger students are going home or um, mid-30s uh, um, mothers and housewives, and they're now sharing this information with family, with their kids. Now, when you said that you healed your, yourself, when you, okay, so did you change your, your thinking or was there an actual healing to the body? There was a method that I went through, okay? Mm-hmm. First thing that I did is I started to become aware of my own talk in my head. Mm-hmm. That's your first step. So if you're going to do something and your head says, oh, you know you can't do that. Well, that's too difficult. Why are you even going to try that? You're too stupid. Why would you consider that? This was the kind of self-talk I had a long time ago. 
thinking after some of the workshops that I took, a lot of books that I read, that, you know, that's not right. So I started to jot them down. That is the number one key word, jotting them down, because they do show a story. So as you start to discover your beliefs, how you talk to yourself, see, we can't heal something unless we become aware of it. Right. But once you become aware of it, you can't, you can't unaware yourself of it. <laughs> okay? So once the awareness is there, now you can say, well, wait a minute. And this is what I did. I said, wait a minute, that's not what I want. So what is it that I really do want? And then that is what I would tell myself. I would imagine I'm very visual in my head. Not everyone is visual. Some people feel. And that's probably what you do when you get in a crowd of people. Oh, yeah. Some people um, hear. But I am extremely visual. So what I did is I imagined a, a, a whiteboard in my head and the nasty words and talk that I said, I would erase it and I would replace it with what it was that I really did want. And over time, there was less negative talk and more positive. If If you would have told me uh, 25, 25 years ago that I would write a best-selling book on Amazon, I would have laughed at you. Mm-hmm. If 25 years ago you would have told me I was going to be a teacher and a, a, and a mentor to people, I would have laughed at you because I never saw myself as that. I almost, always saw myself as being flawed. I wasn't mm-hmm. as good as the next person. So I, I think know. that's a very important. I think that's very Go important, ahead. very important, because many people see themselves as flawed, and that's another reason why I wanted to do the Ask Sharifa AMA, because a lot of the information, a lot of the knowledge that I have, I felt like, who am I to give this information? Who am I to share this information? <laughs> And then I realized that a lot of the information, a lot of the knowledge that I have, a lot of people didn't know. And they not only didn't know, they didn't have a resource to go to ask their questions or to, t- or to tune in and listen to an expert in their field. So one of the things that you said was when you, if somebody would have told you that you would become an Amazon bestselling author, you would have laughed. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. who are currently, and I and I say the and I use the word currently kind of loosely because I know people who have been trying to or focusing on or starting to write a book, and they have been maybe working on that book for five years or ten years or twenty years. So my question to you is: first of all, how long did it take you to actual actually take the book to market? And I mean, from the time you conceived of it to the time. It actually was on Amazon, and then once you launched your book, how did you go about spreading the word or getting the word out about your book? Well, you have to know that 
Itty Bitty, okay, the book is called Your Amazing Itty Bitty Self-Esteem Book. Mm -hmm. Itty Bitty is my publisher. Okay. 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 There is a big series of Itty Bitty books out there. Okay. So in many different topics, no two topics are alike. And the book was there, but when I met my publishers, um, when I started the book, let's see, I started it in, it took me a little, just slightly over a year, but the book isn't very big. See, mm-hmm. an itty-bitty book, and that's what I love so much about it. Nowadays, it's very difficult for people to take the time with our busy lives to really sit down and read a big, thick book. When was mm-hmm. the last time you had time to finish a big, thick book? Not in a long not, time. Not in a long time. Okay. An itty-bitty book has 15 steps, okay, that's in it, about 30, let's see, I'm opening my book to see. It's like 35 pages. And the way the book is set up is each step you work through, once you get that, you go to another step and you work through that. The itty-bitty that I did was my process, one step at a time, of getting where I am today. So it was a little over a year when it finally went to print, and then shortly after I launched it is when I became a bestseller. Mm, Well, congratulations. I mean, that is not easy to do. You are so welcome. It's not easy to do. And that's why I want all of our listeners to hear from you directly. I mean, because I know so many people who who are talking about writing a book, or, but who really don't um, complete it and, and finish the book. But you talked about your process in the book. Can you give us uh, a step or, or a couple of steps in your process? Well, the first, the very first step is on self-talk okay okay that was the reason when you when I agreed to come on the show I took the very first two steps aware of your own self-talk that's step one how do I sabotage myself step two step three is belief in what other people say you know we always want to listen to our friends our family and Other people do not know what goes on inside of us. Even though people think they know people, we really don't know anyone and what their inner talk is about themselves because who wants to tell the world that I'm not good enough? Correct? Right. Correct. So... All of these are important. There's two pages per um, per step, and it gives you things to do, like um, it, constantly being aware of what you're saying, especially when it's negative, and then mm-hmm. jot it down. Do you judge your actions or um, things that... 
you do all the time, okay? One of my biggest things was perfection. I thought everything had to be perfect before it went out into the world. And it was interesting. I was sitting in a mastermind class, and I don't even remember right now what the actual topic was that the main uh, uh, gentleman was talking about, but he he said something that actually started me the tears running down my eyes. He said, every time you do something, you can always find a better way to do it. And for mm. me, that was a huge eye-opener. Think about it. So if we think something isn't, uh, isn't right yet, isn't good enough, we're not going to put anything out there, including our books. Yes. But if our self-talk says that we're not worthy to write the book, then everything and anything is going to get in the way of you actually writing the book. Something's going to happen because your computer, see, people don't realize how the brain works. Believe it or not, 20% of the choices that we make, and we make a choice every 10 seconds, 20% is actually conscious. 80% is unconscious. It comes from the subconscious mind. And it comes from your beliefs. So it's, if you think of the brain as your computer, okay, your computer does many, many things in the background, those things automatically do what they're supposed to do because that's how they're programmed, correct? Correct. So the mind works exactly the same way. Your beliefs and, and they're the programming, which is what your beliefs are, are ingrained. So when you go to do something that is against your belief, what happens is a part of you says, oh, wait a minute, you can't do that. So your own mind helps something happen, or you open your mind and stick your your foot in your mouth or something to sabotage yourself so that you can't achieve it because it's not part of the programming. See, I'm also uh, NLP, Mm -hmm. okay? And in NLP, which stands for neuro-linguistic programming, it's actually how the mind works and how we process things, the difference between the conscious mind and the unconscious mind or the subconscious. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, 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 no. You are fine. I have so many different questions. So I want to discuss that a little bit more in detail. So what we're going to do is we're going to stop for a brief commercial break, and then we will be right back. 
When you need an expert plumber, you need JordansRooter.com. Get free estimates, 24-hour service, special discounts for seniors and veterans. That's JordansRooter.com. Have a home repair or some remodeling you need done? No problem. We can handle all that, too. Give us a call today at 800-300-0358. At Jordan's Rooter, we take pride in our work and always make sure to get the job done right the first time. That's JordansRooter.com. We want to be your Mr. Fix-It. Do you have questions regarding your business, marketing, career, finances, or love? Then there's just one place to go, AskSharifa.com. Her workshops and readings get you the help and understanding you need. Sharifa Hardy has the power and insight to unlock all of your problems with amazing results that are unmatched by others. Visit AskSharifa.com today. With over 20 years of experience working with clients in the areas of business and spirituality, she understands your needs. Her compassion is second to none. Schedule your private reading right now. Stop worrying about what your future holds. Get the answers you need today. That's AskSharifa.com. Will you fall in love? Is your career the correct choice? Are your finances in order? Get all the answers now. Give us a call right now at 562-822-0965 or visit us on our website at Ask. Sharifa.com. That's ask S H A R I F A H dot com. If you are just now tuning in to the Ask Sharifa AMA, then you have missed out on amazing first half of the show. We are speaking to your self talk and self sabotage expert, Jade Elizabeth, on this morning's Ask Sharifa. AMA. So we're inviting you to share the show. This show is going to be immediately archived at the end of the show at 9 a.m. So we definitely want you to share the show, share the archive, share it with your group, your network, and tweet out the show because the information that we're receiving on today's episode of Ask Sharifa AMA is definitely going to change your life. So right before the commercial break, we were speaking, uh, we were going a little bit more in depth about some of the things that you do, which brings me a little bit more into one of the things that I have a lot of questions on is being a hypnotherapist. Now, you mentioned things that we do consciously as well as things that we do um, subconsciously. Is When people are doing more subconsciously, is this when you recommend more of the hypnotherapist aspect? Well, if if it's a positive belief, then you want to always keep those. But if it's a negative mm-hmm. belief, like I'm not good enough, then absolutely hypnosis would work. NLP would work. There's many different processes out there that literally will help you to shift and change those, uh, those unconscious or subconscious beliefs. A past help- influence mm-hmm. will, will, will create... Um, a belief. Maybe what are some past um, you attempted to do something and someone really shot you down bad. That thought, that belief, if the emotion and the thought was strong enough, it then becomes a belief. So the next time you go to do it, you remember that and you become uh, cautious. No, I definitely agree. And I mean, I definitely understand that. Um, 
one of the things that I like to talk about is when I when I built my first website in 19, 1994, this was a time when a lot of people didn't even have computers. So a lot of people who were in my network, my friends and family, they just felt that I was lazy because I didn't want to leave the house. I wanted to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom. And they felt that because I, I was working, but I wasn't leaving the house, that it, I was being lazy. And so for a long time, I accepted that belief. I accepted the belief that, okay, may, you know, maybe I am lazy because I don't want to go out. I prefer to stay at home. I, I wanted to be at home with my children. And, and, again, this is really when I started a lot of my reclusive ways, but I was ahead of my time because, you know, in 1994, people weren't doing the work-at-home thing. Um, now, millions and millions and millions of people work at home and work from home and work hard and, and are entrepreneurs and spend 16, 17, 20-hour days working on their business, but they're just doing it at home. So that was a limiting belief that I had to get, that I had to stop accepting in order for my life to change. But where did it come from? Other people. My family. Yes. Right. So belief in what other people say. That's my step three in my book. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about even complaining and judging? Do you know that when you complain or judge someone, because what you see in other people is actually inside of you? Mm. That was a hard one. Mm. That was a hard one to learn. So when you judge the way maybe someone looks or how someone speaks or what they're doing or like your family judging because you wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, there was something inside of them that judged themselves for wanting that. Mm -hmm. So we also need to be, right, we need to be aware of even the things that we judge other people on or judge ourselves on. Because all of this, I think the hardest thing for me was when I realized that there really is no out there. Mm -hmm. Everything is in here, inside. We create by our thoughts, our beliefs, our habits, We create the outside world and what comes to us, and it's done by our beliefs. Okay, so when you when you say that, there there may be some people. I mean, and I definitely understand what you're saying and agree with you, but there may be some people who have a hard time accepting um, that statement or, or that belief. I mean, because what about other people, our family that is outside of us, but also affects us? They affect us because of our beliefs. Okay, I'll Mm -hmm. give you an example. Very long, long time ago, um, I have a very strong voice, okay? I've always had a strong voice, and I need to be careful because when I get excited, my voice raises. So Mm -hmm. when I was young, when I was a kid, All I ever heard was shut up, be quiet, lower your voice, you're talking too loud. It was a belief. 
that I picked up then from everyone, okay? Mm -hmm. As I got older and became a speaker, became an author, became a teacher, all of a sudden I realized the power of my voice. And the minute I was okay with it, no one else ever spoke of it again. Because the problem wasn't outside of me. It was my belief that it was bad, that it was wrong. So every time I did it, people would comment on it. Does that make sense? So so what you're saying is when you stopped um, believing that or stopped noticing that, then people stopped commenting on it. Right. The minute I healed it. The minute I gave it a reason to be good and powerful and not wrong, and I let go of that old belief, all of a sudden, now no one has an issue with it. Mm. Because I feel that part of it. So are these some of the tools that you are able to assist with in your workshop? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But even going out to Amazon and purchasing my book will help with that. Okay? Okay. Okay. Give us the name of the book again, please. The book is called Your Amazing Itty Bitty Self-Esteem Book, Mm -hmm. 15 Essential Steps for Gaining and Keeping High Self-Worth. Have you found it? It's your experience that many people don't have the the um, high self esteem that they need, um, but don't necessarily um, know that they don't that their their self esteem isn't high. And that well, everyone, it's like one of my big pushes is self love, because when mm-hmm. you have good self esteem, you love yourself. It's okay, okay to say no. It's okay to uh, take time out for you and the things that are important for you and to do the things, work, uh, play, whatever it is that makes you happy. We, everyone likes to think they have that. Mm-hmm. How many people really don't because there is something inside that, they, there's an issue with. I don't know of anyone who could honestly say, and I still have things that I had to work through because life mm-hmm. happens. Right. Even though I've done a lot of work, there's still things that can push my buttons. But mm-hmm. I have tools now that I teach and that um, other people can even pick up even from my book that they can do to help to break some of those. Mm -hmm. And that's what it's all about. It's when you just give up and it's like, okay, so this is the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it. I believe there's always something we can do about it. A lot of people don't believe everything they ask for they get. So if your life is not the way you want it to look, then you need to start looking at your beliefs. That's the mm-hmm. reason your life looks the way it does. That's right. 
It's the choices you make. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and let's go back to your book and, and self-esteem. I know a lot of okay. people with the choices and the decisions that they make may not consider um, th- them making certain decisions are based on their self-worth or their self-esteem and because uh, it's been my experience, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but that sometimes people make decisions, and unless those decisions are extreme or drastic, they don't look at, I have made this decision because I don't believe that I deserve more, or that I'm worthy of more, or that I can have better. And and I say that, let me give you an example. Sometimes in relationships, we can be in a relationship that we know, our spirit, our soul, our mind, everything, our friends, our family, telling us that this relationship may not be for our highest good. But we look at that relationship and we say, well, he doesn't beat me. And that's why I always call it like the he doesn't beat me syndrome. It's like if, if it's not the worst case scenario, then we justify being in these situations, even though we may have a low self-esteem and don't think that we deserve better because this situation isn't too extreme. Does that make sense? Right. And again, we're back to a belief, paying mm-hmm. attention to the words you say to yourself. Well, he doesn't beat me, even though I'm not happy. He might be very verbal. These are things you need to jot down and then think to yourself, what is it I do want? Right. You know, when I studied the law of attraction, mm-hmm. and I know that it's been, it's been hounded into the ground, but believe it or not, it is a law. Mm-hmm. There's, there is a certain amount of laws in our universe that if you understand how the laws of the universe work, it helps. It's like the law of resonance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Level of what we resonate, our energy and our thoughts. Correct. It's our vibrational mm-hmm. level. So mm-hmm. if you're at a low level, you're not going to attract someone that has a high vibrational energy because it's a mismatch. Okay. In the same sense, if you're asking for something from the universe, you have to pay attention to what the universe is putting in front of you and then take those steps one at a time in order to receive. Mm Mm-hmm. But you will always get what you ask for. And the biggest thing that I tell my students and for the audience and everyone else to remember is you will always be right. Mm -hmm. So if you want to be right about it's okay, he doesn't beat me, you're going to be right about that and you'll stay. Mm Mm-hmm that isn't acceptable and you don't want to be right about that, then you ask for guidance on your next step to be happy and then define what happy means to you. Now, -hmm. the biggest thing for people to understand is that your emotions will override your brain, your mind, your thoughts, the words that you say. 
So even in affirmations, which I talk about in my book, if your affirmation fights your feelings because they say fake it till you make it, that doesn't work. Okay. Not in my experience in life. So use things like I'm willing. It's okay. I put this in the book. Mm-hmm. I am willing to blah, 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 whatever that is, because then your body doesn't fight it. And if this is what you're asking for, the universe will bring it to you. Mm-hmm. I saw myself writing a book 30, 40 years ago, even though I didn't believe that it would ever happen. But I saw it. And when I started to heal, I started asking What's my next step? What's my next step? But it wasn't on the book. It was more on healing me. What do I do? What is my next step to be happy and healthy and whole? What do I need to know? Where can I go? What can I do? Because when you start asking those questions, the universe will bring you answers whether it be from a book, whether it be something you hear on TV, a sign, even someone's bumper sticker, uh, a signpost as you're driving down the freeway. You would be surprised where some of my stuff came from. Out on social media. That's how I found you. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And see, every day I ask about radio shows and how I can get out there to share the knowledge that I have to people. Mm -hmm. See, one of the things I learned a long time ago is that every single one of us has messages to give to the world. Do you believe that? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Okay. But here's the trick. No one can deliver those messages or that message to anyone except you, because it's done in your own unique way. And the people that need to hear your message can only hear it from you. So the people that are wanting to write a book, that message in that book, the people that are going to be helped by that can only hear it from them. Right. And you just that discovered all was of a this wow. through, And you discovered this through trial and error, just learning through experience. Well, that and classes and re- and also reading <laughs> books. You have to know mm-hmm. this didn't happen overnight. Right. Okay. This was this has been a good 30 some year process, if not okay. more. It actually started when I was in my teens. Um it was so funny because as a young person, you always think you're the only one with the thoughts that are in your head. Mm-hmm. And one day, I don't even know how it happened. I just remember it was an aha in my life where I picked up a book and it's still in print called Psycho Cybernetics. And as I started to read the book, I went, oh, I say that. Oh, I think that. Oh, that's me. 
and I realized for the first time that I wasn't alone. But back in my day, we didn't have what they have nowadays, where you can go and find help right around the corner at a school or um, some of the metaphysical places where you can go to and have these different classes or hear people on the radio talking about all of this or all of the books that we have out now. We didn't have those back Mm -hmm. in my day. So it was a long, slow jaunt to get where I was, but I would say probably the last 25 years has boosted it extremely rapid. But mm-hmm. some of it was trial and error as well. Sure. This didn't work. Oh, okay. When when our listeners hear you, what is the main idea that you want them to take away from your show? What is the main information, the main subject? Well, the main thought is always remember there's no out there. It's only inside of you. Okay, and you're Mm -hmm. always right. So be careful about what you want to be right about. To me, Mm -hmm. that was the biggest aha and perfection. It's it is good enough. Next Mm -hmm. time you can find a better way to do it. And then the next time you can find a better way. Okay. The first the first printing of my book was flawed. There was a word missing, and there was like five eyes that looked at it, and no one saw it. And I was actually reading through it in order um, for the book signing uh, of what I wanted to talk about. And when I saw it, it took me to perfectionism, and that's actually what we talked about. Of course, Mm -hmm. we, we since fixed it, but it was really interesting. But did it mean that the book wasn't any good because there was some words missing? No. Absolutely not. But that's what we think inside. So what is it you want to be right about? You want to be right Mm -hmm. about being happy and having the world that you want? Then that's what you work towards. It's one step at a time. You cannot go from step one to step ten. You have to do it no more than two steps at a time. Okay, that definitely, definitely, definitely makes sense um, because I, I can tell you right now, I am one of those people who suffers from, suffers, like it's a deadly disease, but I suffer from perfectionism. Like if, if I have to make sure that every image, every flyer, every post, everything is absolutely perfect, you know, and there have been times when I've had flyers or I had images and I'd rather just not share them or just, you know, start from scratch and start over because the image is not perfect. Or I would have concerns about doing speaking engagements or doing workshops because everything wasn't exactly perfect. And so what I found was instead of doing uh, anything, I did nothing, you know. So because well, And that's I, usually I, I, what most people do. They'll shy mm-hmm. away from it. Right. And there is where you sabotage yourself. Right, right. I know I have. What is it about having to be perfect 
that is your main concern. See, the biggest thing is we believe others are going to judge us. And believe it or not, even if it's perfect, you will still have people judge you. Yes. Because not everyone resonates with you or me. Mm -hmm. Okay? So don't worry about it. I remember when we first launched my book, it's like, oh, my God. How many people are going to judge this little teeny book that I wrote? What are they going to say? What are they going to do? It's not a big fact book like some of the big gurus out there. But yet my response from people that, I, that physically were, was around me was, oh, this is great. This is phenomenal. And when they learned how to work with the book, because it's an itty-bitty, you could carry it in your purse or in your car for the guys out there or put it in your briefcase. If something comes up and you're not sure what to do, open the book and look under that step and practice it. Do it. That's why they're there. I don't want people in the world to have to wait until they're my age to heal, to be happy. Right. Absolutely. I mean, but, but a lot of people, I think it's been my experience, again, that even a lot of people don't realize they're unhappy. Again, this has been my experience. So, again, correct me if mm-hmm. I'm wrong. But, but they kind of, what, what I've seen is that people kind of go through life. They may not necessarily be kind of happy or may not necessarily be unhappy, but then all of a sudden some trigger or some change happens in life, and then they're like, okay, we'll start looking for the meaning of life or start looking at something to and really realize that they're unhappy. I think a lot of people, to a certain extent, may kind of settle for the status quo until they look at their life, until they analyze their life. I think that's what some people call like the midlife crisis, where all of a sudden people just turn around and look and say, you know what, right now I'm not really happy. You know, people who may have gotten married for the wrong reasons, people who, you know, may may have um, got it, taken a job because their, doc, their, their father wants them to be a doctor. But all of a sudden they turn around and they look at life and, and, and ask themselves, are they really happy? You have to know that when people are ready, when they are really ready to take those steps, something will happen and they'll wake up and start asking questions. That's where the awareness comes in. If people aren't looking, they're not going to find anything, but occasionally they'll ask, for different things, and if there's enough feeling and emotion, the universe picks it up, and eventually it will come. That's why midlife crisis happens. That's why all of a sudden, out of nowhere, someone starts asking the right questions, and now they're ready to take classes or to find a coach or to do whatever they need to do in order to start shifting what's going on in their life. But they have to be ready. And at that point, they would seek someone with your expertise. 
Correct. Correct. You cannot, it's like, it's like the old adage, you can take the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. So mm-hmm. when someone isn't ready, they're not going to see, they're not going to hear exactly what they need to because it isn't in their reality. It's not in their awareness because they don't believe it. Mm-hmm. But something will trigger as time goes on, if and when they're ready to do that. For me, mm-hmm. it was when I was in my teens and I picked up that book. It's like, mm-hmm. whoa, there is more out there. <clears throat> and then I started to look and search. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Correct. Mm. Correct. So do you it have works any both workshops? Ways. Do you have any workshops? Oh, I have many up, workshops. Any People can go actually to my website and see some mm-hmm. of my, um, uh, on my schedule page, see some of the things. I also mm-hmm. do, I don't like real big classes. Because mm-hmm. the things that I do are very personal. They're very demanding. So my classes are usually small. Mm-hmm. So even if they're interested in something that's there of what I teach or what I do, send me an email and I'll make it happen. Okay. If they don't see so it on my schedule. So, again, your website is jadeelizabeth.com. That's jade, J-A-D-E, elizabeth.com. So if you're interested in the workshop, if you're interested in more information about our guest today, your self-talk and self-sabotage expert, Jade Elizabeth, please visit her website. She's an Amazon best-selling author, success coach, speaker, intuitive healer, hypnotherapist, teacher, and mentor. So if you're that student who is starting to awaken, if you have some questions, you feel this sense of desire or yearning, or you just want to find out a little bit more about how to um, be more happy, check out your amazing itty-bitty self-esteem book. It gives you the 15 essential steps for gaining and keeping high self-worth. If you've missed any of the show, you definitely want to listen to this show in the archives. Tune in to our guest because Jade Elizabeth gave us one hour of her time today. So I'm asking all of our listeners, again, to share the show, share the archive, to tweet it out to your network, to post it to your social um, social media network, because the information that we received today is definitely life-changing. I had to think about some of the ways that I was sabotaging myself. I don't like networking. This year, my goal is to do more networking and get out the house. I had to give up my ideas about being a perfectionist and then just go and do it because I was sitting at home hiding my light under a bushel. So that's what Ask Sharifa AMA is about. So, Jade, Elizabeth, we're down to the last few minutes of the show. I just want to give you an opportunity, again, to let our listeners know for anyone who missed the beginning of a show because we just we have some people who are just now tuning in for, for whatever reason, but – Quite a few people just popped into the show at the end of the show. So just, again, if you want to go over those processes uh, uh, real quick or just information that you want them to take from this show. 
Well, the biggest thing to remember is that you're always right. Your self-talk is your belief systems. And if you want to change them, there are different things that you can do. And know that every 10 seconds, you make a choice. 20% of those choices are conscious. 80% is the old programming that's running in your subconscious. So if you really and truly change what's going on in your life, there's tools, there's ways to do it. My book can help. My classes can help. Um, please reach out. I'm here for anyone who's willing to listen. Um, I don't want them to go through my my issues that I did over the years. And I really want to thank you, Sharifa, for having me on the show. Oh, you are very welcome. It is my honor. It is my pleasure. So, again, we're asking everyone to share this episode, share the show, send it out to your network, tweet out the message, add it to your group, because so many people use self-talk and self-sabotage to get to really get away from their greatness, to, from standing in their greatness and to, from doing the things that they're supposed to do. So if you have a feeling, if you have an inkling that there are some ways that your life could be a little bit better, a little bit greater, a little bit happier, then take a listen to this show with self-talk and self-sabotage expert Jade Elizabeth. We invite you to visit her website at jadeelizabeth.com, but don't just go to the website. We ask you to take an action, send Jade an email, let her know you listen to the show, send her an email asking about where she's going to appear, some of her workshops, because this show is not just about Ask Sharifa. It's about all of our listeners, about all our guests, and how we can work together to all be happier and live more prosperous, successful lives. So thank you, Jay, for being a guest on today's episode and on the very first episode of Ask Sharifa AMA. Thank you. Okay, for everyone who is just now tuning in, Ask Sharifa AMA is here weekdays, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're bringing you the expert in their fields, whatever topics you want to, to um, discuss. Give us a call, 563-999-3603. Visit the website at AskSharifa.com to be a guest on the show or for advertising opportunities. Until tomorrow, we are out a word from our sponsors as we say goodbye to this amazing 12 year old little girl named chikaya we want to cherish her memory with some amazing new products like a full fragrance line lotions body baths and more a portion of the sales will go to research and awareness visit sixtween.org chikaya was a happy little girl who loved to smell good smile and live life to the fullest each and every day you can forever cherish her memory with this amazing product line that's dedicated to her that's the number six twee.org together we can cherish the memory of chikaya